Hey there, podcast families. Welcome to today's episode of the Reading Project Podcast. I've recently gotten some really great feedback from listeners that you're learning new things and enjoying this season's episodes, and that couldn't make me any happier. I just love hearing about that and hearing how you're using these tips and tools with your family. Each time I record a solo episode, I want to share one of the reviews with you. So head on over to iTunes, leave us a written review, and I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. So today's review is from our shopper. And they left a review about episode 3.3 with Emily Laidlaw. What a great episode. I had so many aha moments while listening to this episode. But the biggest one was when Emily explained how to connect the sound of a letter to what your mouth is doing. Absolutely genius. And I 100% agree with you, our shopper. I remember having a total mind blown moment during that interview where I was actually speechless for a minute because I had never heard this you know, this before in all my years of trying to help kids with these BD reversals, this was a strategy that I, I really have never had never heard of before. And I've been using it with my students and my kids. And it's, it's really been an amazing trick, uh, you know, amazing tip to, to help them master that. So huge shout out to Emily. Um, please know your, your impact is reaching so many families and educators. So thank you for being a guest and thank you for that review. Reviews help the podcast reach more people and they help new listeners to know that the podcast will be worth their time, right? This is the social proof, the Amazon review of the podcast world. So please take a moment to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Welcome to the Reading Project Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Ashley DiMercurio from Your Reading Tutor, LLC. I am a private reading tutor, podcaster, virtual summit host, and business mentor. I'm also a wife and a homeschooling mama to my two kiddos. My mission is to help families, caregivers, and educators build stronger and more confident readers one episode at a time. I want you to know that you don't have to be a teacher to help your struggling reader. Over the last few years, I have helped dozens of families and students, including my own son, move from being reluctant to confident readers. And I'm here to show you that you can too. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the podcast. I'd love to know you're out there. So take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and share it on Instagram. Tag me at your reading tutor. Okay, let's do it. All right. Have you seen the meme about turning on the captions while your child is watching TV and then ta-da, now they are reading too? Well, I actually kind of love that meme because I'm all about creative thinking, life hacks, and finding ways to reach children that are struggling as readers and writers. That's why today I'm going to share 20 ways to create more opportunities for your children to read and write beyond the pages of a book. Reading and writing is very connected, so you'll see that some of these activities are heavier on the reading or heavier on the writing, but trust me when I say your child will be working on and developing important literacy skills when they are doing these activities. Here we go. 20 ideas in no particular order that might just spark a love of reading and writing for your child. Number one, write notes back and forth with your children. These can be simple notes in their coat pocket, their lunchbox, um, a sticky note on the mirror, or a note on the fridge with magnetic letters. Recently, a client told me that her and her son created uh, fun secret agent names for each other and write each other notes and clues, and it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. 
I love that idea. I love these activities. I think this is a great way to connect with your child while also getting them to read and write in a super fun way. Number two, create or use a parent-child journal. I'm going to link in the show notes to one from Rad and Happy. I just love her business. I love her products. I don't personally own this one yet, um, but I could see me using it in the future. Uh, But there's lots of different parent-child journals on Amazon or probably even in your local bookstore, or you could just make up your own. But basically, you write an entry, leave it for your child to read. They respond right back to you. Uh, It's a fun way to connect, and it gives reading and writing uh, another purpose. Number three, ask them to help you plan a fun event, a special meal, or a trip somewhere. The planning part is going to require writing and reading, and then the reward will be doing that fun thing. Number four, label things in your home with sticky notes. Both of my kids have gone through the labeling phase. I remember my son doing it a lot more than my daughter. Uh, And I know this is a tool used for learning a second language. So if you're learning a second language in your home, you could put both English and the other language or whatever two two, uh, languages you speak in your home. Uh, Put that on the label and just go around and label things in your home. And then maybe you could give kids an idea, a clue, like go and find the word that is five letters. And they have to look at all the labels in the house and find one with five letters, right? So there's lots of ways to make this simple idea into a game. Number five, make your own card game or board game. You can use an old pizza box, a piece of cardboard, index cards, and come up with a fun game and then create the cards or the board game to go with it. Number six, read a different kind of text. Cookbooks, magazines, subscription boxes, maps. When I say subscription boxes, I mean the the things like Kiwi crates and Crunch Labs and Think Outside the Box boxes. Um, I'm not an affiliate for any of those companies. However, I've used all of them. I believe at this point we're doing Crunch Labs right now and my son loves that. And so it gives him a greater purpose for reading because he's reading the directions to build this cool gadget. And the reward is the gadget at the end. Uh, A family member recently shared with me that the reluctant reader in her home has recently started reading cookbooks. And she said, you know, I I figure it doesn't matter. It still counts as reading. And she's totally right. Reading is reading. Number seven, access texting and texting apps and let your kids practice texting messages to their family or friends you know well using either the texting on your phone or an app like Messenger Kids through Facebook. I've had several people, including my son and a client, tell me that their spelling and reading has improved because of their desire to be able to text and message with their friends in video games and on these messenger apps. Number eight, design a new book jacket or a movie cover. This activity has a large art component. However, they will also need to do some writing and be thinking about you know, what is important to include on a book jacket or a movie cover to get people interested in that book or movie. Number nine, write a Dungeons and Dragons campaign or a fantasy world. Make sure you include details about the characters, the plot, the setting, anything you can include to make the fantasy world come to life. And then, you know, act it out, read it out with your kids and see what they come up with. 
Number 10, read cards from a game that your child is interested in. So long before my son could actually play Magic the Gathering with my husband, he was very interested in the cards. And some of his early reading practice was picking a card from the deck and just reading about the characters. We've in, recently, he's become interested in the game Munchkin. We also have a board game all about animal trivia and environmental trivia. And also Pokemon is a hit right now. So those are all hard games that you could look into and um, get your child interested in reading. Now, we have found that a lot of those card games have more difficult words or higher level reading. So you're going to need to support them most likely. But if you have a child who can read, but just isn't motivated to read, then this would be a great tool. Also, you know, if they can spend 20 minutes reading about their different Pokemon characters, that still counts as reading. 11, write a guidebook to go with the fantasy world that they created uh, in activity number nine, right? Um, or they could also create a guide to life with the Demercurios, right? Or a guide to life with the Smiths, whatever your family name is, and have them come up with everything that someone would need to know if they were visiting your family for the first time. Are there any house rules or unwritten rules like taking your shoes off at the door or we go to bed by 10, you know, whatever it is, have them create a guidebook to either go with that fantasy world they created or a guide to life with your family. Number 12, have them write a handbook for taking care of their pets. If they have to go away, what information does the pet sitter need uh, to take care of the dogs and cats or lizards? Number 13, let your child be a food critic my daughter's super into this right now. She loves telling us how we, you know, we got nine out of 10 stars for presentation. <laughs> so if they're really into, um, you know, they consider themselves a foodie, maybe they like cooking or helping in the kitchen. This could be a really fun activity and actually have them write up their review at the end. And then you could read it out loud. Number 14, have your child teach you something. But be prepared to learn the newest TikTok dance or Roblox game or something else that you know, maybe it's not on your list of things to learn about, but that they're excited to teach you. Teaching somebody else how to do something requires a lot of thought about sequencing and comprehension of how to, you know, how to do that and how to explain it to somebody else. These are great literacy skills. 15, read and write fortunes, just like you find in a fortune cookie. You can just create scraps of paper cut out little strips of paper, write the fortunes on there. You can make them silly or serious and then take turns pulling out a fortune each evening and reading it out loud as a family. Number 16, take a reading field trip, but maybe don't call it that. <laughs> Just take a field trip, but plan an outing that would require, require some reading, signs, directions of how to get there or displays at the actual place, like a museum or a story walk. The local aquarium near us has lots of things that you can read about the different animals. And again, you can make it a game and see, you know, give them. Okay. So this actually ties into number 17, but number 17 is find a secret word game. So when you go on your field trip, you could give them a secret word. You can also do this at home. So this is number 17. You give your child a certain word and they have to see how many times they can find it on their trip or how many, where they can find it in a book, have them write it down in a certain color and report back to you for their next word. And you can make this extra fun by including a small reward when they actually do find the word. 18, do a word search. 
So you can actually find printable word searches on the internet on virtually any topic or genre that your kiddo might be interested in. Just search Minecraft word searches or horse word searches. And you can even order whole books of word searches on specific topics, right? Princess word searches. I've even seen the word search books still in like the dollar store. So a word search is a fun activity for reading. Number 19, play the game of three wishes. This is where you ask them, what would be their three wishes? If they could have any three wishes, what would they be? Have them write them down and then you can share them together. You could do your three wishes. This would make a great family activity as well. Everybody writes their three wishes and then share. I bet you could come up with some creative ways to share the three wishes. Finally, number 20, design your own would-you-rather cards or read pre-made would-you-rather cards and questions. We actually have a whole would-you-rather book, and I downloaded a whole deck of would-you-rather cards from the internet. So would-you-rather is just a fun, silly game where you start the sentence, would-you-rather, and then you think of two things that usually are both equally disgusting. (laughs) That's the ones my kids want to play. So something like, would you rather eat a worm or lick the sidewalk? Or would you rather eat moldy cheese or a squishy tomato, right? And then you have to say which one you would do, which one you'd rather do. All right. The thing is, folks, you never know what is going to be that one thing that ignites the reading and writing spark for your child. So you have to be the one to help them out by trying different things. I know not every activity on here is going to be for every family and that's okay. But if there was one or two of these that you thought, oh, you know, we could do that. My kid would like that. Give it a shot and let me know how it goes. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode or you do try one of these activities, don't forget to take a picture and share it with me. You can tag me on Instagram or on Facebook at Your Reading Tutor or send me an email at info at yourreadingtutor.com. All right, everyone, until next time, keep reading. Thank you all so much for listening. It truly means the world to me. If you love this podcast and have found it helpful and you want to help us reach more families, you could do one of two things or both. Just take a screenshot and text your three best friends or teacher friends, encouraging them to check out the podcast. Or take a moment and head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I love reading the reviews and hearing what you're enjoying about the show and how the show is helping you at home. And I'd love to be able to give you a shout out on the show and share your review with everyone. So thanks again. Until next time, keep reading.